From TubeCityOnline.com, this is Two Rivers 30 Minutes, a weekly series of interviews with people making news around the McKeesport area. Produced by Tube City Community Media Incorporated, a nonprofit corporation. I'm Jason Toger, the executive director. On this show, we talk one-on-one with elected officials, community leaders, and others who are trying to make a difference in the Monyonk area. And we also take your questions and comments on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Well, our guest this week is someone who uh, has a lot of experience with two-hour school delays and cancellations. First, as a reporter anchor on Channel 2 KDKA-TV in Pittsburgh, and now working for Sarah Catholic High School in McKeesport. She's Sarah Arvagast, and she's now Director of Communications for Sarah Catholic in McKeesport. Good morning, Sarah. Hi, how are you? I'm very good, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit um, about, uh, as we're talking, um, a lot of schools have been on a lot of two-hour delays and cancellations due to the weather, and there's some very novel things happening at Sarah Catholic High School in McKeesport uh, to handle those school delays and how students uh, actually um, don't get the day off as as maybe we used to back in the good old days. Uh, But first, yeah. yeah, are totally different nowadays. Oh, man. Snow day used to mean, you know, sitting around watching the prices <laughs> right, right? Uh, exactly. <laughs> but but there's but we're going to get to that right after we talk a little bit about you, because uh, I'm interested kind of in your career path. You are local to our Mon Valley area, correct? Where did you grow up at? I am. I am from North Versailles, so I went to East Allegheny. And my parents still live in North Versailles, so I'm there quite a bit. Um, very familiar with that whole area. And where did you uh, then do your, after, after graduation, where did you go to college? I went to California University of PA, mm-hmm. and I majored in communication. And I got involved with the TV station there, kind of thinking I was interested in doing some reporting. And things just kind of progressed from there. And after I graduated, I started sending out resume tapes to everywhere and anywhere and ended up getting my first TV job in Bluefield, West Virginia. Bluefield? So, what are the call letters down there in Bluefield, West Virginia? WVVA. Okay. So I was actually working out of a bureau in Beckley, which was about an hour away from Bluefield, sure. with one other reporter and a photographer as a one-man band. So it was quite <laughs> a learning experience. Uh, probably most people who have been in, in TV or radio or news uh, gathering at some point have had that kind of experience. Sarah Arbogast is our guest this morning. She is Director of Communications at Sarah Catholic High School in McKeesport. We're talking about some of the things that are going on there about this asset, McKeesport being uh, one of the few cities of its size that I can think of that has two uh, high schools um, and two high schools that uh, right. are, are in many ways doing some really novel and creative things. How did you end up back here in the Pittsburgh area at KDKA? You know what? From my first job in TV, I really bounced around a lot. Sure. I, I went from there to Charleston, West Virginia, then to Erie, Pennsylvania. Then I was out in Harrisburg reporting there for three years. And then I just kind of kept applying to different stations. And I actually made it back to Pittsburgh. WTAE hired me okay. on a part-time basis. So I worked there for a few months until KDKA picked me up with a full-time job. So, I mean, it was a dream come true to be able to come home and report in my hometown. And I have to say my biggest fan was my grandfather. He still watches. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was just nice to be around family and to be back in this area. Let, let me ask you this question, and it's just sort of uh, occurred to me. East Allegheny High School is not that big of 
a high school. But I know yeah. of two people who have landed in TV jobs from East Allegheny. The other one that I can think of uh, right off the top of my head is Jim Loke. Um, oh, yeah. Who was on TV here locally and I believe is now in the Washington, D.C. market. What is it about East Allegheny's communications program? And I know you're not the spokesperson for them, but uh, that, that's, <laughs> that, has, that is encouraging uh, people to go on to uh, into the communications professions. Honestly, I don't know. I mean, I know Jim Loke very well and him and I, you know, talk often about career and all sorts of things. Um East Allegheny gave me a great foundation. I mean, we had great teachers there. We had a TV studio, a little mini TV studio, and, you know, a, a video production class that was very helpful. And I'll be honest, what really got me interested in even thinking about TV was through East Allegheny, they had a class, and I think it was just called on-camera performance, through Point Park University. And I took that class okay. while in high school, and it really just got me interested. I don't know if Jim took that class or not, but... Um, I mean, that could certainly be part of it. Did you know from an early age that you were interested in news or were you more interested in performing? Because I know some people end up in, in TV or radio because mm -hmm. they're more interested in theater arts or performing arts. Some people end up because they're interested in news gathering and information. When, when did you start to have that sort of in your mind as a career goal? You know what? It wasn't really till probably my last year of high school. And I'll be very honest, I'm not one of those people who... You know, it was my dream since the age of five to mm -hmm. be on TV and to be a new person. I actually was going to be a nurse. Okay. <laughs> I applied to the Fifth School of Nursing and then all of a sudden changed my mind. It's like, you know what? I think I might want to try something else. So it just kind of fell into place for me. I was very fortunate at Cal U. We had a TV station there, and I got involved in that and got a lot of great experience and then just kind of made connections along the way. Sarah Arbogast is our guest uh, this morning for the whole half hour. She is the Director of Communications at Sarah Catholic High School in McKeesport. Can you give us uh, the website address, please? Sure. It is sarahhs.org. Uh, Sarah, not spelled like Sarah Arbogast spells her name, but Sarah, S-E-R-R-A, I think people know. Uh, uh, right. hs.org um, I sometimes when I'm wearing my Sarah uh, sweatshirt uh, people think it says Sierra as in the Sierra Club and I have to <laughs> correct them no it's Sarah um, and then what is the phone number the main number up there for more information it is 412-751-2020. Okay. We'll give that information out a couple more times uh, during the broadcast Great. was what advice would you have for someone who's interested in either news gathering as a career or TV and radio production as a career? Because we often hear, and, and when I was in high school and then college and decided I was going to switch my major and, and become a journalist, I heard a lot of horror stories, including from my parents, um, about, mm -hmm. oh, how difficult that's going to be. You're going to have such a hard time getting a job. So, And, and I think we may discourage kids maybe too easily from pursuing a career like that, what would your advice be if somebody wants to pursue that as a you, career? You know, I think the first thing I would say is make sure you have a passion for it. I feel like that's one industry where you really have to be passionate about what you're doing, and I still am. I still love news. I still love journalism. I'm kind of an old-school journalist. I believe in just getting the facts and leaving the opinions out and, you know, just telling a good story. And I think without that passion... It, it is a tough business because you're competing against so many people. I would also advise people to have thick skin. In that business, you always have someone critiquing you and judging you, and, you know, you really have to develop a thick skin. And the other thing I would say is don't be discouraged because 
although it is tough, it is so rewarding too. I mean, I, I'm sure you have, but I have had so many incredible opportunities and experiences and just opportunities to cover stories. I mean, I've been in the Supreme Court covering Mm-hmm. a case. I, I would never have had that opportunity if it weren't for journalism. Well, you mentioned something. You mentioned a couple of things that uh, I want to unpack there before we take our first break. But w- one of them is, you know, don't get discouraged. And, and your career path is, is very typical, I think, for a lot of people in journalism, at least in the United States, which is you have to, in the early years especially, you have to be prepared to move around a lot. You have to be prepared to maybe bounce around a lot. And I think for someone who's used to a career path where you, you know, you start out and you work five or six years at one place, it doesn't necessarily happen whether you're in print or web journalism or electronic journalism, does it? Oh, absolutely. And you know what? I was so naive graduating college. I thought, okay, well, I want to work in Pittsburgh, so I'll fly here and I'll work in Pittsburgh <laughs> and be home. And that certainly did not happen, and it shouldn't have happened. I mean, I'm a firm believer in working your way up and, you know, starting where you need to start. So I, you know, bounced around. I mean, I worked at one station in Charleston, West Virginia, where I went out on a story and came back that day, and they said, oh, don't worry about putting that together. We're going to, we're shutting down. So it's just such a crazy, (laughs) crazy business with so many unexpected turns and twists that you have to be prepared. You have to be prepared to move. You have to be prepared to set your alarm for 2.30 in the morning every day because sometimes that's the shift you're going to work. You have to be prepared to work on Christmas Day. I mean, it, it is yep. tough, but like I said, it's also in a lot of ways worth it. I had an editor at the Tribune Review who I think has is, is passed away now and is no longer with us, but who used to say this is not the business to get into if you like to have a lot of holidays off. That is so true. Uh, Sarah Arbogast <laughs> is uh, Director of Communications at Sarah Catholic High School. She uh, took that job after uh, being a morning, uh, morning, evening, and afternoon, I think, a news anchor and reporter at KDKA-TV2 in Pittsburgh. Also was a substitute host on Pittsburgh Today Live and is now on the other side of the uh, two-hour school delay equation at Sarah Catholic in McKeesport. You can get more information about them at 412-751-2020 or sarahhs.org. We have a uh, quick break to take when we come back i want to talk about the switch you have made to sarah catholic high school what attracted you to that job and what kind of things are are going on up there on the hill in Haler heights okay sounds good uh sarah arbogast is our guest we will be back in 30 seconds here on radio 81 wedo 1550 and 101.1 wzum the pittsburgh jazz channel internet radio wmck.fm and tubecityonline.com stay tuned we'll be right back you're listening to two rivers 30 minutes a production of tube city community media incorporated If you've got an idea for someone who you'd like us to interview or a question or comment, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Tube City Online. Welcome back. Our guest this morning is Sarah Arbogast. She is Director of Communications at Sarah Catholic High School in McKeesport. We're talking about her career change from being in the TV business to being in the education business. What motivated you then? I mean, as you said, this kind of gets into your blood. Um, if you're in broadcasting or media. So what motivated the the change to education now? For me, I think it was just the need of a change. I have two little kids at home, um, almost three and one. So I felt like I needed to be home a little bit more and a little less tired. I was working the morning show at KDK, so my alarm was going off at 2.30 every morning, which is brutal, you know, after a little while. I remember interviewing... I remember interviewing and talking to uh, John Gary. I'm sorry to interrupt from a, from the O'Brien and Gary show about the the one thing that he really didn't miss from giving up the morning show. And he said, you know, having to be in bed at like eight o'clock 
every night because he had to be up yeah. at 4 a.m. to drive into the radio station. Um, so, yeah. Absolutely. A lot of people, I guess, don't realize that if you're getting up at 5.30 a.m. and there's already somebody on TV telling you the weather and traffic, they had to be there a lot earlier than you had to be awake. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm very familiar with the looking at the clock at 7 p.m. and thinking, okay, I really should be in bed right now because, you know, that alarm clock is going off at 2. So for me, I had done KDK for six years, and I even worked the morning show at the station I worked at before KDK. So I had done it for a long time, and I just felt like it was the right time with my kids being little to make a change. So I saw the opening at Sarah, and I thought that would be a nice transition. I'd still kind of be keeping my hand in media in some mm -hmm. capacity and applied, and I was fortunate enough to get it. Tell us a little bit about Sarah Catholic High School, which celebrated, I think, a few years ago its 50th anniversary, but I think we're coming up closer to a 60th anniversary pretty soon, aren't we? Yeah, it was founded in 1961, so it's been around here in McKeesport for a long, long time. And it's Sarah Catholic High School, but it... You do not have to be Catholic to go there. And even back in my day when the dinosaurs were roaming the earth, you didn't have to be <laughs> Catholic to go there. Some, some, no, you, uh, you don't have to be Catholic to go there. We have a mix of Catholic students and students um, of other faiths. So it's a, it's a great place to learn. I mean, a lot of people want to send their kids there because it's a smaller school environment and they know they're getting just an incredible education. It is co-educational? It is. Okay. It, it hasn't always been, but... It is now, I believe it was 1972, it became co-ed. Okay. And about approximately how many students? Right now, we're right around 350. It usually goes anywhere between like 350 and 390, depending on the year. Okay. Uh, Sarah Arbogast is our guest this morning. She's Director of Communications at Sarah Catholic High School in McKeesport. We're talking about the high school, and we're also we're talking about her career, having started out in the uh, TV business. You can uh, give them a call if you want more information about them, 412-751-2020. You can find them online at sarahhs.org. O-R-G. The school is named after Junipero Serra. Can you tell us just briefly a little bit about who he was? Right. Uh, yeah, the school is named after him. He was a Franciscan founder of several mission churches out in California. So there's a lot of things named Junipero Serra out in California. And actually, Sarah Catholic, I just heard this story from our principal yesterday, was supposed to be named Christopher Columbus High School. <laughs> okay. And it ended up switching and now we're Sarah so it kind of has an, a unique history with that name I didn't even know that myself um, I had forgotten that uh, I, I the, the fact that the Sarah Catholic that there's a lot of things named after Junipero Sarah on the west coast I remembered but I yes. if I knew that I had forgotten Christopher Columbus High School okay um yeah, I literally just heard that story yesterday, so I thought it was kind of interesting very uh interesting what are you you mentioned this the small school well, before I go to mm -hmm. before I go to that, um, when I was there, we still had a number of uh, Franciscan monks and priests who were teaching there, along with some um, nuns. Are there any clergy still teaching there, or no? No, we don't have any clergy mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. I think that's. I just think that's a question that a lot of people would wonder about. Um, so, what are the small schools? You know, it's really interesting. I've I've heard from other alumni. We have the main school building, and then we have a friary right next door. Mm -hmm. I'm sure you remember that. Yeah. But a lot of people come back, and they're so anxious to even check out the friary because back when they went to school, that was kind of like the off-limits area because <laughs> the friars lived there. And so it's so funny to hear from alumni who want to come back and say, just, hey, I'd like to check out that friary. 
Well, while we're while we're on that subject, I thought I saw recently that you've done some remodeling to the chapel area at that friary. The, the friary is, is, as Sarah is mentioning, it was the building where when all of the faculty or most of the faculty were monks, they they lived there kind of like a, a rectory or a parsonage for a church. Right. Um, but it has a chapel in it. Tell us uh, about the remodeling of the chapel area there at Sarah Catholic High School. Yeah, the, the new chapel, the San Damiano Chapel, it was actually just officially opened back in May of 2017. And it, it's just a beautiful space. I mean, it's hard to even put it into words for a school to have something this special. I mean, it's over 1,000 square feet. It can fit up to like 110 people. And what's really nice is each week a different class holds math there. So okay. it's a really nice, just beautiful space for kids to meet and and to have that opportunity to have math during the school day. So the entire, when I was going to school there and they would have mass, you'd go to the gymnasium. So now mm-hmm. a, an entire class, the junior class or the senior class or whatever, can use that space in the friary. Exactly. Well, it's actually attached to the school building. It's oh, okay. not in the friary anymore. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Um, it, you're going to have to explain that to me because I, that was a misunderstanding by me. Uh, Sarah Arbogast is our guest. She's Director of Communications at Sarah Catholic High School in McKeesport, and we're talking about uh, some of the programs and some of the changes up there. So it's a new, new construction then? It, it's uh, basically kind of an addition onto the school oh, building, okay. yes. Okay, very cool. So then what, now that I've completely confused the listeners and myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I'm okay. Sorry. I should have clarified that. That's okay. Uh, that's why we'd have the conversation. So what is the Friary used for then? The Friary is now for, there's some classrooms over there. The, the music classes are over there. The art classes are over there. They pretty much transformed it into classroom space. Okay, very cool. Where does the, the funding for something like that come? It is tax deductible i'm assuming if people make donations do you get corporate support foundation support individual donors you know we we get support kind of across the board i mean we rely on community support quite a bit as well as you know businesses i mean of course we're with the diocese and they support us as well so um you know other than building improvements and things like that we're always trying to get donations for tuition assistance i mean the majority of the students who attend Sarah need some sort of tuition assistance. So we definitely um, rely on donations. Um, we're going to get back to that because I think that's uh, important because that's also, I think, a question that both alumni and parents, uh, some of the alumni, especially of my age, are probably have kids who are approaching high school age and are wondering, well, how do I afford it? Um, but before we get there, you mentioned that, you know, they, they have the chapel now and an entire class, the junior class, freshman class, whatever, can go to mass together. If they don't have uh, priests on the faculty anymore, who comes up and, and celebrates mass? We have priests in the community that come in. Okay. They rotate on a schedule. So we have a couple different that come in pretty regularly. Okay. Um, and, and for those uh, kids who are, they're not really kids, young adults who are not of the Catholic faith tradition, do they participate as well, or are there uh, alternative things for them? Um, they have the option. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's, pa- yeah. Let, let's pause right there. I want to get back to the uh, tuition assistance question. I also want to talk mm-hmm. about the community involvement because, uh, as you mentioned, yeah. with the priests coming in from the different community parishes around the Monioc area, this is one of, I think, many avenues because I think there is some community service that students from Sarah Catholic do. So uh, can we come back and we can talk about that, okay? 
Sounds good. Sarah Arbogast is director of communications at Sarah Catholic High School in McKeesport. They are pronounced but spell their names differently. Uh, you can spell Sarah High School at S-E-R-R-A-H-S dot O-R-G online, or you can call them on the phone at 412-751-2020. We'll be back in 30 seconds to wrap things up. Tube City Online has reached a critical point in our history where we need to raise money from the public to continue providing information both online and on the radio. If you can help by making a donation, we would very much appreciate it. Go to our website, TubeCityOnline.com, and click the Donate button. And thanks for supporting independent media in the Monoc area. And we're back for a final few minutes. Our guest this morning is Sarah Arbogast. She's Director of Communications at Sarah Catholic High School in McKeesport, S-E-R-R-A-H-S dot O-R-G, or call them at 412-751-2020. When we took the break, um, you raised uh, the question I asked you about who celebrates Mass. It is a Catholic high school, although not all of the students are Roman Catholic. Um, who celebrates Mass when the students go to Mass in the new chapel there, or fairly new chapel there? And you mentioned that priests come in from the community. How is the school connected to the community, both just in that neighborhood of Haler Heights area of McKaysport, and then in the broader Monyak community? You know, I've, I've always said it's kind of a hidden gem there in McKaysport. I mean, some people don't know that it's right in an actual neighborhood, mm-hmm. kind of tucked away there. Um, I mean, the students are very connected to the community. They're constantly doing community service projects, different, and not even just in McKeesport. I mean, just recently we had students that took part in the Love Walk for the Poor. So mm-hmm. they were taking, you know, donations to the East End Cooperative Ministry and the Catholic Charities. I mean, we just always have students getting involved in something in the Keysport and then in the broader region. And it's so nice to see, too. I mean, I know different high schools have different projects, and it's happening all over the place, but it seems like the kids at Sarah are really interested in doing good. Do they have a required number of hours, for instance, of community service that they are required to do, or is it just sort of integrated into day-to-day activity? You know, it's kind of just integrated at this point. I mean, they're certainly encouraged to participate when they can, um, you know, high school kids these days are busy, though. I mean, they're yeah. involved in so many different activities. It's, it's hard, but they somehow find the time to do it. Uh, one thing that we've had, you were telling me off the air, we've had a lot of cold weather and snow days and, and school yeah. cancellations and delays. And you were telling me off the air about um, uh, the tablets, the Chromebooks that students at yeah. Sarah have access to. What, what is this Chrome Day situation that you were telling me about off the air? Yeah, I was telling you, um, when there's a snow day, instead of just, you know, kids getting the day off, Sarah has a Chrome from Home. So Chrome from Home, okay. in a school. Isn't that a catchy title? I like that, yeah. Chrome from Home, okay. <laughs> Chrome from Home. Yeah. Each student has a Google Chromebook. So, you know, if we know, like, there's going to be a delay or cancellation or something, you know, teachers can actually provide assignments on the Chromebook and students have to check in like a regular attendance mm-hmm. and they have assignments to complete. So, you know, it keeps, it keeps everything going even when you're not physically in the building. So Chromebooks and Sarah's for- kind of unique in that everyone has a Chromebook. I mean, I don't know that there are many schools where every single student has that technology. Um, a Chromebook for, for those of us who are computer illiterate is a, it's a laptop, small laptop computer. Right. Okay. Um, Sarah Arbogast is Director of Communications at Sarah Catholic High School. She's with us for uh, a couple of minutes more. What are some of the um, the core subjects, of course, are math, 
reading, social studies, those sorts of things. What are some of the language arts? And you mentioned the arts and music program that are in the friary now. What are language arts, for instance, or computer science type courses, for instance, the sort of extras? Yeah, I mean, we have uh, pretty much everything you can think of. I mean, as far as languages, we offer Spanish, we offer French, we also offer Chinese. We actually have a Chinese teacher in the building um, teaching students that language. And, you know, something else that I want to mention while we're talking about classes is we have a college credit program. So students can actually take college courses in the high school, and they can, this year, for example, I think it's uh, 76 credits are offered. So basically if a student graduates from Sarah and they've taken these classes, they can enter into college as sometimes a second semester freshman or even a sophomore. Yeah, my roommate freshman year of college uh, did that, and I could have choked the little son of a gun um, <laughs> because he came in with so many AP credits, and I yeah. had not thought of it. Is that, is that what we're talking about is the advanced placement program or AP? Um, it's, it's very similar. It's called college and high school, but we have partnerships with Seton Hill, St. Vincent, okay. Pitt, Carlos, St. Francis, where they have – you know, classes that, that our teachers teach and the students get the credit. So it really gives them an incredible opportunity to kind of take some of those core classes to skip having to take them once they hit college or the university. Where do, we're, we're, I know we're running out of time, where do students come to Sarah Catholic High School from now? How, what school districts, roughly? Uh, I would say, you know, East Allegheny is a big one, South Allegheny, West Mifflin. We've had a student as far away as McKees Rock. Okay. So it's really a broad spectrum of where students are from. Okay. And approximately what percentage of your students end up going on to uh, higher education, either college, university, trade school, something like that? You know, it's, it's a very high percentage. I can tell you in 2016, we had 93% of the graduates go on to a four-year college. To a four-year college. Okay, not just a a professional or or trade school development. Um, Not to take anything away from that, we've had uh, Walt Bentley from the Trades Council on here to to talk about that. In the final few minutes, talk to me about the tuition assistance because it is a private school. And I don't know, can you say what the the full tuition is? Uh, Well, full tuition is a little over $9,000. Okay, that's a a lot of money for for most of us. Absolutely. And like I said, I mean, most of the students, more than I'd say 65%, depend on some kind of tuition assistance. And we certainly do everything we can to provide that that assistance. We're willing to work with families and work out payment schedules and plans. Um, you know, we have a big uh, fundraiser. It's a gala and auction coming up in April, April okay. 7th, exactly, uh, at the Antonelli Event Center where all of the money raised that night goes to tuition assistance. So although that 9000 seems like, wow, how could I ever afford right. that? You know, we're so willing to work with people, and I think that, you know, that makes all the difference. Tell us again about this. Uh, you've got an event coming up. You said April 7th at the Antonelli Event Center. Is that the Juniper's Journey Auction? Is that what they call it? That is, yes, okay. the Juniper Journey's Auction, and that's at Antonelli's out in Irwin, we're just kind of in the planning stages right now, but we're going to have live and silent auctions. We're going to have raffles. We're going to have casino tables there for people to play. So it's definitely going to be a really fun night. And I said, like I said, the best part is, you know, we will hopefully raise quite a bit of money that will go directly towards tuition assistance. If people want to get on a mailing list or find out more information about that, how should they do that? 
you know, we're going to be updating our website with information as we get it. There's a little blurb on there now just, you know, basically stating the date and the location. But we'll have ticket information on the website, so just tell people to keep checking back there. Also, I'm updating our social media sites, um, Sarah Development. Okay. is what you need to look for on Facebook, okay. and then Sarah Catholic on Twitter. And as I get ticket information and all of that, I will post all of that on there. Okay, so if you're interested in that Juniper's Journey uh, event auction, charity auction that's coming up on April 7th out at the Antonelli Event Center, uh, follow Sarah Development on Facebook, find them on Twitter, or go to the website. Give us the website address just one more time here. It's Sarah, S-E-R-R-A-H-S dot org. Sarah Arbogast is Director of Communications at Sarah Catholic High School in McKeesport. She has been our guest. You can find out more information by going to the website or to Facebook and Twitter or by calling them at 412-751-2020. Sarah, thank you so much for taking some time to talk with us this morning. Absolutely, Jason. It's been a pleasure. And thank you all for listening today to Radio 81 WEDO, WZUM 1550 and 101.1, the Pittsburgh Jazz Channel, Internet Radio, WMCK.FM, and TubeCityOnline.com. So long for now. You've been listening to Two Rivers 30 Minutes, copyright Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Opinions expressed on this program are not those of Tube City Community Media Incorporated. Listener support makes this program possible. If you'd like to make a tax-deductible contribution, please visit our website at TubeCityOnline.com and click on the donate link. You can also get a free subscription to this program and other podcasts at our website using Apple's iTunes or Stitcher.com. If you've got a question or comment, we hope you'll write to us. Our address is Tube City Community Media Incorporated, P.O. Box 94, McKeesport, PA, 15134. You can email us at TubeCityTiger at gmail.com or call us at area code 412-614-9659. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at TubeCityOnline. Thank you.